Welcome to my podcast where we talk about my opinions on things that you might also have an opinion on and find my opinion interesting. So welcome to the show. (laughs) All right. So we are here at Ethan's show. I've got my guest star, Jackson Peebler. How's it going? He's a media student here and he's my coworker. And today we're talking NFL. So let's just get right into it. Jackson, who you got between the Chargers and the Vikings? They're both 0-2 right now. What I got the think? Vikings, dude. I got the Vikings. J.J., Kirk Cousins with number one passing. It's, I mean, Herbert doesn't have much of a line, but you got J.J., you got the new Addison, the rookie. It'll be, just, it'll be a close game, but I think it'll be about a 10-point win over the Chargers. A 10-point win, dude. That's a lot. I, almost, I see more like a three-point game, but... The Chargers, I mean, they don't have they. Eckler's questionable going into this week, so that's a huge downfall for the Chargers. Keenan Allen's getting old; like you can't count on Keenan Allen every year because he's he's gonna have an expiration date. We haven't seen it yet, but I mean, I think we've seen a decline in Keenan Allen's play. What do you think? I mean, what about last week though? What he had two do? touchdowns last week. Did he? Yeah, he had two touchdowns, but Mike Williams isn't even. Let's pull him up. Let's pull him up. Well, okay, so Mike Williams is the letdown? Is that yeah, I think Mike Williams is more of a letdown as of this year. Keenan Allen stats. Because last week he had like two touchdowns. He had, oh! <laughs> yeah, he had eight receptions, 111 yards. Okay, so Keenan Allen is not expiring yet. So you're saying Mike Williams is the poison to the Chargers? Well, he's been like... Like toward the end of the year, like he's just not consistent. I mean, he doesn't get the targets, but he's kind of like a Gabe Davis. Yeah, it's you can't guarantee, but like last week he had eight receptions for eighty-three yards. That's not bad. And then four receptions for forty-five the next or the week before. And I wish they had targets on here. So that that tells you a lot when you can see the targets versus catches. Not as bad as Kadarius Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're a Chiefs fan. You guys, who do you guys, you got Chicago this week. You got Chicago this week. You got nothing to be worried about. I mean, yes and no. I mean, Justin Fields, he's got the drama with the coaches saying he can't play his game, and that's going to change this week. So I guess we'll see. But, I mean. Yeah, we're going to see a real shift in the locker room if Justin Fields can't get a handle on his play. I mean, dude, they drafted you as a quarterback. You can't play running back. Is that just summed up? They're not. They're not. They don't want him to run. They want him to stay in the pocket and be an actual pocket presence and let the ball fly. Because he can throw the ball. I mean, you see him in college. He could have thrown it last year. He had his moments, but yeah, I I don't know. I like he was cool in college, but he was playing for Ohio State, so it's really tough to go from a top tier team and then go straight to the bottom tier team, which is what we see happen so often with these first round draft picks, but. Yeah, dude, I, I don't see much from Chicago this year, honestly. I I was feeling the hype. I have, you know, Kevin from Chicago. He hypes up the Bears too much, and I thought they were going to be good this That's year. That's how my roommate is, Caden. He's a huge Bear fan, and he had big high hopes, and then he got smacked by Jordan Love in week one from the Packers. Yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. All the all the fans, man, they're like Bears fans – have just been holding on to Justin Fields this week, this whole year, like ever since. Oh, he rushed for a million yards, but dude, you need a quarterback that can play quarterback. But he also needs a line to give him the ch- 
chance to throw the ball. Like, besides read options, he has to scramble a lot. Like, I bet if we can pull it up, how often is the percentage of him getting pressure even hit? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. What is his name? Justin Fields. <laughs> well, I wonder how it would look if we switched Justin Fields and Jordan Love. How would they perform? I think Jordan Love's right where he wants to be. He got trained under... Aaron Rodgers for what four years, three years, something like that, and he's finally like, like you said earlier, the Packers actually give it the time to develop the quarterback, to where he actually has time and knows the game and knows the playbook and knows how to throw the ball and know how to actually read the defense. That really is just the Packers style. I mean, you have to credit a lot of it to luck. It's not easy to keep a quarterback healthy. They've managed to keep. Three quarterbacks healthy in what thirty years? Mm-hmm. They had Brett Favre, Aaron, and now Jordan Love. It's that's insane. I can't believe. I mean, and it's it's different coaching. Like it's just an organization that knows how to handle the quarterbacks. It has nothing to do with the coaches or the players. Just the Packers are so good at the business of football that they can just make anyone a good quarterback. I mean, I I wasn't too convinced that Jordan Love was a good pick for them when they first got him. He's looking amazing right now. No one did. I mean, that's how Mahomes was. Yeah. He was a random pick out of Texas Tech and then under Alex Smith for two years, and now look at him. Reconstructed contract. Straight up the same story. I haven't even thought about it that way. That's pretty good thought. Yeah, Mahomes did the same thing. He trained under Smith, and then he finally got the the second year. And he was explosive. I mean, we can't compare Jordan Love right now to what Patrick Mahomes was when he got his start. But... As a passer, I think he's probably a little better, honestly. Love is? Yeah. I mean, not cu- current Patrick Mahomes. Rookie yeah. year Patrick Mahomes. I think, yeah. They're about the same. Yeah. I agree with that. Anyways, we've got Justin Fields pulled up here. Passer rating of 61. So, that's not great. 55% completion. 64%. He's averaging 60% completion rate with a 70%. I mean, that's only in two weeks. But... It's been bad. I mean, the Packers, we just talked about them. They're pretty solid. And it it was a closer game. But that Bucks game, oh, my gosh. Dude. That's the classic Bears. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's just like Baker Mayfield's finally getting his groove going. Back to what he was doing. That is actually pretty sick to see Baker doing well. I did not expect anything from Baker Mayfield. I don't think, I mean, a week before the season started, they are like, oh, Kyle Trask and... Yeah, exactly. Baker Mayfield. Like he wasn't even going to get the job. He had no idea. And then coming in week one, he absolutely dominated through his game the way he was supposed to. What's your What's your opinion on the rookies this year? Let's see. Marvin Mims on the Broncos. I freaking love Marvin Mims. And he is going to take Jerry Judy's spot as wide receiver one by the end of the year. That is definitive statement from Ethan Snell. But uh, do you think um, Cortland Sutton's not number one? Judy is. I mean, so due to Judy's like constantly injured status, I think Cortland is technically the wide receiver one. But mm, uh, Jerry Judy's a way better player. He just he hasn't had the best situation yet. I mean, last year they couldn't get a first down. They couldn't get a single first down. It was a head coach who had no idea what he was doing. It was a quarterback 
who clearly didn't even care to even try. And it was this wide receiver who's supposed to be having his breakout year with these as his circumstances. So Jerry Judy's just had a real tough go about it. And I think he'll do better, but I don't love Jerry Judy, bro. I don't I don't think I think your whole wide receiver core from Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, they all need to be gone. I don't know why we've held on to Tim Patrick so long. He's he's not played a healthy year. Like he's never been healthy, but he's consistent getting the ball coming down. Oh, he's a monster, I agree. But at a point, these football players, their shelf life is over. Yeah. His is way over. But Stafford, what is Stafford's balling out this year? Was that kind of a shocker to you? I didn't really like Stafford coming in this year. I think Stetson Bennett, the rookie that they drafted, I think he should be starting. Yeah, he's of age too, so. And he's just, I mean, he's older than Herbert. He's older than half the dudes in the NFL. But I think next year, I think Stafford didn't renew his contract. So I think after this year, Stafford's done. I think he'll retire because he got a ring in L.A. He got everything. He already has that dog that people look for. And I bet he'll go back for Lions for maybe a week just to retire as a Lion. I can see it. I mean, he won the Super Bowl with the Rams, though, bro. Uh, You think he's going to go back and retire as a— I think he'll be like Shady McCoy. You just sign one day like he signed one day with the Eagles because he started with the Eagles and then retired. Yeah. So I think he'll retire at the end of this year, and they'll hand it to either and they'll draft another rookie or they'll give it to someone else. It won't be him, though, next year, I guarantee it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, it doesn't even seem like he wants to at this point. He's kind of in a patch the torch, pass the torch phase. Mm-hmm. And, yes, yeah, that'll be cool to see. Their wide receiver group, they get Cooper Cup back in. They've got three wide receivers that are in the top five. And then Puka Nakua, he's number two in receiving. He's a rookie. That's what I'm saying, dude. And Tutu Atwell as well. Mm-hmm. He's been good. So if they got Cooper B- Cup back in, they have three of the most elite wide receivers in the league on top of their Aaron Donald-led defense. I like the Rams this year, bro. I think they got to come up, but I don't think expecting something crazy out of like a Super Bowl run. I don't see a Super Bowl run. I think in my we'll opinion. see them in the playoffs. Week to week, yeah, I see him like wild card, but I don't see him going past the divisional, to be honest. They're not one of those dominant teams Mm-mm. that's going to get a bye week, but yeah, they're they're a playoff team. The Rams are not to be slept on. I think there's not really a dominant team as of right now besides the Niners, in my opinion. I Cowboys. Mean, the Cowboys, too, that is true. Cowboys are nice. And they, they've been saying the Eagles, those are the three, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, but the Eagles haven't done it for me yet. I don't see either. Eagles either. Like, yeah. I even have, they're getting just, get week to week, get by one. Just same with the the Chiefs, dude, my own Chiefs. They yeah. lost to Jared Goff, 0-2 against, Patrick Mahomes 0-2 against Jared Goff, and then they squeak one by Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars in that, the following week, 17-9. Yeah, that's, that's facts. Let's look at kickers. No, let's not look at kickers. I don't know why the hell. I look at. <laughs> let's look at rushing, receiving. Puka Nakua leading the league in receptions right now. He As actually a, just broke the record. He just broke the rookie record. Yeah, it was nineteen before, and now he has twenty-five going into this week. Was that set by Justin Jefferson? That I am not one hundred percent sure. I think it was. But all I know is he is also second in receiving amongst all receivers, one being J.J., two being Puka, and three Tyreek. Yeah. <laughs> Puka and Nakua is the real deal. Out of BYU, too. 
He played at Orem, actually. I knew a dude. Really? Yeah, I was talking to him yesterday, but he said he was a corner, and guarding that guy was, like, it made him depressed <laughs> afterwards. Well, like His talk before going into the draft is, like, I'm the number one guy. Like, everyone thought this dude was dumb, which, I mean, I thought so, too, because yeah. all Utah Everyone's all the time, that. like, Puka, and he got drafted. Like, did he even get drafted? I think he – no, he got drafted, like, late round. It was fifth round. Yeah, it was fifth round or something like that, and he's absolutely balling. He's doing, and like Sean McVay even said, like the game comes easy to him. He just knows what to expect. And if we scroll down just a little bit, his teammate Tutu Atwell also grabbing all these receptions. So, what do you do? You credit coaching here? Do you credit Matthew Stafford? Like, what what are the Rams doing? I know this has been like a Rams podcast, but. I think it's a whole just team thing. Like, Sean McVay's trusting his dudes. They don't need Cooper Cup. They don't expect just from Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup's amazing, and that dude is a dog coming from East Washington. Yeah. Some unknown. But, I mean, anyone in the league into the draft going out of college can play in the game, and that's what that's showing. It's pretty awesome. You just got to put trust in your guys, and that's why they're on the field for a reason. Yeah, dude, I'd I'd give – McVeigh a little more credit than that, but I agree. It's it's just all part of the system of the sport. Anyway, this has been like a half hour conversation, so we should probably call it. I bet. It's a good conversation though. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Um, hope to be back soon. Thanks for talking trash on some players with me. And yeah, I guess we really hyped up the Rams this podcast. So be looking to watch the LA Rams this year as they will be winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. That is all I have to say today. So tune in next time and I'll have more to say. Goodbye.